This is Victoria Schnepps bringing you Power Women. Feel the power in our podcast coming to you from schnepsbroadcasting.com and wherever podcasts are found. Today we're brought to you by Brookdale University Medical Center that is part of One Brooklyn Health System, a leader in the healthcare in our city. Today, I am thrilled to bring you an extraordinarily successful woman, Diane Ramirez, who is the chairman and chief executive officer of Halstead, a small little company that only employs 1,400 agents. Welcome, Diane. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Victoria, and I am so honored to be chatting with you. This is fantastic. Well, thank you. I wanted to ask you a little bit about your background. You know, I found that many successful people, their success goes back to how they were treated as a child and positioned in that. So could you talk us a little bit about your growing up days? Oh, I'd be delighted to. Uh, I'm a New Yorker raised in Queens in the town of Jackson Heights, which when I lived there was very much middle class, um, lots of city workers, small apartment buildings, two family, uh, lots of families, and as a result, lots of kids. So we all had a sense of freedom of being able to play out in the streets. Every parent was your parent. They looked out for all the children. And it, and it gave me a sense of independence, uh, freedom, the, you know, just what I think was very important for me as, as an individual. I was I'm one of five siblings. I am the third in, in placement, but I'm the oldest girl. Ah. And, that, and that also played um, a huge influence in my development because as the oldest girl, a good deal of the responsibility and trust from my parents was because of where I placed in the family. My younger sister and brother was always in my charge. Um, a, a lot of the just day-to-day responsibilities, um, uh, which happened in a large family, fell on my shoulders. But it gave me the confidence to to know I could I could could accomplish things and be responsible. Um, I also did high school in Jamaica, so I had to travel at a young age on my own, and and that again. Um, gave me the confidence that I, of what I could accomplish. So it was a beautiful, a beautiful childhood. And I, I think set the stage for who I am today. So were you closer to your mom than your dad, or was it kind of an equal relationship? It was, it was very much equal. My mom was the one I, I worked side by side with, helping. and, and, and um, Was she a stay-at-home mom? She was a stay-at-home mom, okay. and um, and my dad was a, he was a city worker, but he, um, I think we all thought we had special relationships with our parents, and found out years later that every one of us of my siblings had that feeling. Oh, that's but very my, precious. My, yes, it's precious. But my dad was very much my influence in my entire life in a belief in me. He, since I was a young child, said. 
you can accomplish anything you put mm. your mind to. And when you hear that from a very young age, you really do believe it. And so I really credit him for my, my confidence and willingness to try things that make me a little frightened and scared, but say, I can do it. And um, It's, it's a magic that. pill, which I think, I hope everybody listens, because this is so critical to what your life is, how when you have that kind of confidence, that kind of self-esteem, it sounds like, yes, he inculcated absolutely. in you. Yes, absolutely, Victoria. What that a beautiful be, yes. thing to see happen. And then when you, did you go to Jamaica High School? No, I went to Dominican Commercial. It was a, um, a Catholic um, all-girls school, and, it, and it, was, um, it was a great environment. Learned lots, and, um, but the traveling and the train, that's when I realized that I like Queens, but I, I knew I was going to end up in Manhattan at one point. It, that's it interesting. Opened my eyes. It opened my eyes to the other boroughs. So what happened to you in your journey from high school? You went to college in the city? Uh, I did that. I went to Queens. Okay. And then I got married um, relatively young and I had two children right away, um, but knew that I wanted, I always knew I wanted a career. Mm-hmm. Um, I say something that sometimes gets um, misunderstood, but I love, I'm, I'm married to my husband for over 50 years. Oh, congratulations. Enjoy, thank you. That's, a, that's a very big accomplishment in this day. Uh, it, it is incredible. And I love that role. Always did. I love being Mrs. Ramirez, but I wanted to also know who was Diane Ramirez, Mm. and that I knew I had to go out on my own and follow my path, and that's what led me to real estate, because it was something I felt as a mother of two children and a, a wife of a very successful investment banker who required me to attend um, different functions with him. I thought this was a career I could I could make it all work. And, and, I, and it, I have and to interrupt worked. because I have to hear how you and your husband met because to make a match that oh, survived 50 years, I want to hear how it started. Uh, we actually met in a, a, a singles, um, you know, local bar in Manhattan after work, a place my girlfriend and I would go on a Friday at six o'clock after we finished working and and he was there with a friend and um and that's how we we met and believe it or not we four months after meeting him i tragically lost my father right before i mean weeks before i met him yes and um four months later he asked me to marry him he's a little older than i am and um and i think there was a god intervention and um and look at where we are today. Isn't that beautiful how sometimes it just, it's meant to be that in four months you knew and you're an intelligent person. I mean, this was yes. not something that, uh, you know, and, and there was a needy time for you probably at that stage. Yes. So to make the right choice to survive, yes. what do you yes. think, let's just talk a little bit about, what are your secrets to success in marriage? I I think being um, being both very independent. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us look to the other to fulfill each other, uh, which is a, it's, it's a very powerful thing to be. Um, you know, I, 
we love being together, but I don't look to him to what should I do and how can I be happy and and he's the same way. So when we're together, it's it's about us just enjoying each other and not looking to each other to um, to create and make our lives. And and I really do think for us that was the success. Well, you know, yeah. some men are very jealous of a very successful woman. You know that. Yes, yes. Well, I'm blessed to have someone that, even though he is incredibly successful, will always say, my successful wife. Oh, I love it. He and gets it. He gets it. <laughs> he gets it. I, I, like I said, this was a blessing. Yes, it's, it's yeah. remarkable how I think that probably has helped the marriage survive because Absolutely. you have such respect for each other and not a jealous bone and need the body. Yes, and each one was there to support throughout any up and down, and and that's that's a beautiful thing. Yes, and in terms of the the career, you know, I started my newspapers in my living room because I had four children. I said I can't go someplace and punch a clock, but exactly. I'd like to use my creative energies. So, how did it start for you that you got into the real estate business? Well, I had we had already bought and sold a few things, and I saw the. The hours were flexible. Yes. So I, I became an agent and I worked. And back in those days, because it's many, many decades ago, uh, you didn't do open houses like the agents are doing now. You really, it was kind of a Monday to Friday uh, job and uh, you, you had to work after hours, but that was fine because mm-hmm. people after work wanted to see things. Uh, but it just worked very well as a mother and a, and a wife and um, and having a supportive husband, it it was just perfect. I knew I couldn't do a nine-to-five job. Yes. So and then how well. did it leap? I mean, because with all due respect, you know, this is a huge company. It didn't just happen. Yes. Uh, well, the leap happened. My children, because we, they, they were, we were, we raised them in Manhattan. And back in the 80s, the, the city wasn't as, safe and fabulous as it has become. So we, our children went off to boarding school and once, and they're close in age. So once the two of them were in boarding school, that's when I knew I wanted to elevate my career. Yes. So I decided to open my own firm. And right as I was about to do it, a, um, a mutual friend of Clark Halstead and mine told us we should meet and we met over tea he showed me his business plan i showed him mine and that day i went home to my husband and said of all the competitors in new york i do not want to compete against clark i loved his vision it was very similar to mine and the following day we decided to put together our efforts and to open halstead real estate and um and it was it was just a wonderful thing. Sounds like another match made in heaven. It, it was. He's still a very dear friend. He's not as active as he was, but um, it was a beautiful. And, and the goal we had at that time was the, almost a triangle. Think of the city as east side, west side, and downtown. Okay. And we wanted to open on retail level. We wanted to be part of the community, hmm. which was not you didn't do back in the 80s. We Interesting. opened in 1984. And, um, and since then, we're now 30-plus uh, offices, as you said, 1,400 agents in the tri-state arena. 
And it's all been organic growth. Interesting, Where should right. we be? Where are we going? Where are our consumers? Um, and um, it's it's been a it and continues to be a beautiful journey. Well, listen, I like to give people a little bit of a tip too because you know uh, we cover all of New York City, Long Island, and Westchester. And where do you see? Is there any neighborhood that's not priced out that maybe is the next neighborhood? Oh gosh, um, you know, especially Manhattan. It's all over. In in Manhattan itself, believe it or not, I think the the neighborhood to look at now is the Upper East Side. Yes, um, it's the prices are are good. It sort of fell out of favor. I blame it. Well, on the because, second. yes. Hello, how about that terrible way. thing they built called the sanitation department? Oh, yes, right. But that that's proving um, to um, be responsible. Yes. We we make the trash, so we we got to make sure we. So that I think that's it, it somehow all works out. But I do think the 2nd Avenue subway and having our our city um, through the middle of it torn up for so long um, did some damage with uh, retail um Stores, restaurants, uh, you know, the vibe of the city was um, was going out of business because of that. And now it's stepping up. So I think the Upper East Side is a, is a good value right now. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Um, you know, I love to empower other women. And you sound like you do too because you've obviously empowered 1,400 employees yes. to yes. be so successful. What advice would you give women to be thinking about to build their success? Well, I think the first thing is is really get to know yourself and and determine who you are and what your leadership skills are and and hone them and be true to who you are. Don't try to be someone else. Um, create who you are. But then I think for women in particular, because we are even though the the men are so much more involved in families than when I I was raising my children, uh, women in particular want to do it all, and I believe they can. But I think to 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 do it all, your goal needs to be to be present at at whatever it is that you're doing at the moment. And I've, I've really lived my career that way. Mm. If I was in the office, I gave the office 100% of my thinking. If I got a call from the family, you check, is everyone okay? If they were okay, then it was two minutes, what is it, and we'll chat when we get home. And when I'm at home, I do the same thing. There are hours that, needless to say, we're in a 24-7 business. If it's an emergency, I'm on the phone, I'm on the computer, I do whatever. But I make certain that I'm at the dinner table, I'm present, my phone isn't on, I'm not texting, I'm listening, I'm hearing, whether I'm with my grandchildren or now um, more often with my husband. And then when they're settled, back in the days of homework or now my husband's in front of the, the baseball game, that's when I'll go on to my computer again and follow up with my evening work so that everyone that I'm with gets 100% of me. So I'm not sitting with my husband thinking of business, and I'm not sitting in my office thinking of the family. I love it. 
I think you've gotten, uh, this is a golden interview because the advice you give is such a powerful lesson to not just women, but to anyone, men and women. We'll let them sneak in and listen also because your advice is a very good one for them as well. But I am so delighted. This is Victoria Schnepp's interviewing the very remarkable, very successful, very smart in in a way of not just business, but in life, Diane Ramirez. Thank you so much for joining me, the executive CEO of Halstead. Thank you. Thank you so much, Victoria. You're very welcome. It's been a joy. This podcast has been brought to you by Brookdale University Medical Center, the leader in healthcare in Brooklyn. Join us on schnepsbroadcasting.com, and the power women will be within your reach. Thank you. Bye.